The topic of this video is a leap into the light. Prominent atheists like to make fun of Christians, saying that believing in God is like believing in Santa Claus or believing in the Easter Bunny or believing in Mickey Mouse. This is really a false comparison because faith is putting your trust in something that has been revealed. It might not be 100% provable, but it's not blind faith. It's believing the light that you have been given, and it is transformative. Once someone trusts in God, they love him with all their heart, soul, and mind, and it transforms that person completely. So today, five things every Christian should know about faith. Hi, this is Robert Furrow and welcome to Hot Topics. If you're new here or want to help us reach more people, consider liking, subscribing, sharing, and ringing the bell. The comment section is open below. We would love to hear from you. What I would like to do first of all is look at Hebrews 11.1, 1, which gives us a definition and a description of what faith is. And then I want to look at five things the Bible tells us about faith. Now Hebrews 11.1 1 says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Faith is the substance. There's a substance to faith. There is something about putting your trust in God. The Greek word for faith is the Greek word pistos, which means to trust or to give fealty, which is an interesting thought that we are giving fealty to God. We're saying, God, I will live for you. I will trust you. I trust the things that you say. To believe intellectually is one thing. To put your trust in what you study intellectually is another thing. And that's what faith is. It is the substance of the things that we hope for. Now, the Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, now there is faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is love. Faith, hope, and love are these three great things that are in the world. And faith is the substance of what we hope for. And hope is not like people today hoping to win the lottery. It's putting your hope in the things that God has said. The second part of this verse tells us the evidence of things not seen. That is, as we begin to live by faith, there's something that happens inside of us and it becomes evidence to us. We know that we are following the truth because of the evidence that has been produced in our lives by faith. As I said, this is a definition, but it's also a description of what faith is. Now let's consider five things that the Bible has to say about faith. Number one, you have to trust in God in order to interact with him. You have to have faith in him. The Bible says in Hebrews 11:6, for without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. That is, you not only believe in him, but you've got to come to him and know that when you diligently seek after God, that God is going to reward you. So it's an action that we take that brings a reward into our lives and without it, we cannot come to God. Number two, the Bible teaches us that faith is more than just knowing something. You can know that God exists intellectually. We could talk about apologetics and the evidence for God, the created world, the complexity of nature. All of these are intellectual arguments about the existence of God. But the Bible says that you can know God exists. You can believe intellectually and not have the kind of faith you need to be saved. Listen to what it says in James 2.19. 
You believe that there is one God. You do well. Even the demons believe and tremble. You believe that God exists. You do well. But even the demons believe and tremble. Just knowing God is there and believing it wholeheartedly is not enough. You have to trust in him. I have a car that's 10 years old. When I bought it, I wanted to keep it for 10 years. Actually, it's like nine and a half years old. It's going on 10. I did the research and believed that it would last 10 years, but I have almost done it. And when I, when I pass that 10 year mark, I will have put my trust in it. You can do your research on God and you can believe that he exists, but if you don't live your life like he exists, then you have not trusted him in faith. The Bible also says in Romans 10, 10, for with the heart one believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. It is with the heart that we believe to righteousness. The idea of the heart for us Americans is our emotions, but in the Bible, it's the center of who you are. It's all who you are. So we don't believe with our mind, according to Romans 10, 10, we believe with our heart. And then that causes us to confess that we are believers because we trust in him and we have given him everything. The third thing the Bible teaches us is that faith is a fruit. It's one of the fruits of the spirit. When you are born again, your spirit is quickened to life and the Holy Spirit takes up residence inside of you. And you begin to have evidence of the faith that is within you, and that is called the fruit of the Spirit. We find it in the book of Galatians, chapter 5, verses 22 and 23. It says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love. So when you're walking with Christ, you're going to be walking in love. You're going to grow in love, joy, peace, long-suffering or patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. That word faithfulness is the same word for faith or to believe, but it is in the continual. That as you have made a commitment to Christ and you have truly been born again, one of the things that is gonna happen is that your faith is gonna grow and it's gonna be there continually and you'll be able to see it and have evidence of it in your life. Number four, faith comes out of the promises of God. Faith is not disconnected and on its own. We have promises that are given to us by God, and when you believe those promises and live them out, there's the transformation that takes place in your life. Listen to what it says in Romans 10, 17. It says, so then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. The more I learn of the promises of God, the more I can trust in it. If God hasn't given me a promise, and I believe in something that he hasn't said, then that's not faith, or I'm putting my faith in what I think or what I believe, and there's nothing behind it. When I put my faith in what God has said, God stands behind his word. He said it would never return back void. He said he will cause it all to come to pass. And so when we study God's word and we believe in God's word, then faith comes as we put our trust in God's word, which is faith. Now, number five might be a little hard to hear. Because if we trust in God and we have faith and we're transformed and we're born again in the spirit and the faith is growing in our lives and we have the fruit and the evidence that we have believed in him and are really trusting in him, the Bible then tells us that our faith is going to be tested. That we're going to face some difficulties that are gonna test our faith. Listen to what it says in James 1 verses two and three. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials knowing 
that the testing of your faith produces patience. So God is testing your belief and your trust. Sometimes we wonder, why do difficult things happen and why am I going through this? I'm trusting God, I'm believing in him. But God tests your faith. Listen to what 1 Peter 1, 3 through 7 says. This is a longer passage, so I wanna take time to read it, but the part that you wanna hear about faith being tested is near the end. So it says in 1 Peter 1, 3 through 7, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance incorruptible, undefiled, that does not fade away, reserved in heaven for you, who are kept by the power of God through faith for salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. In this, you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while, if need be, you have been grieved by various trials, that the genuineness of your faith being much more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to the praise, honor, and glory, and the revelation of Jesus Christ. In their day, gold that hadn't been tested by fire did not have the value. But once it had been smelted and all the impurities were taken out of it, then the gold had value. That's the analogy here. When our faith is tested, then there is glory and honor that is brought to God. We don't always like the tests or the trials that come, but when we trust in him, we can't expect everything to just be smooth from here on out. We put our hope and our faith and our trust in him and we see that God does his work inside of our lives and there is a transformation that takes place and it becomes evident for those who made commitments to Christ by the fruit in their life that they really made a commitment. It is by faith that we trust in God through his grace that is not deserved by us that produces works that is evidence that we have really made a commitment to Christ.